Sometimes I say things just to make you all laugh because we're friends. Well, and then I remember that this podcast is recorded. <laughs> well, it's it, okay. It like we said the well. other day, we just black out while we're recording it. And afterwards, we don't remember it. So it's fine. It doesn't, it yeah. doesn't count if we don't remember it. That's why we don't have any repeat listeners because we literally have the exact same conversation in every episode and we don't know it. <laughs> but our listeners are like, I've heard this before. Realize. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> See, but they're they're stuck with us because we are the only Star Wars podcast on the internet. Um, it's true. Yeah. Tonight on Rogue Padron, I am officially a Proust girl. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so glad we finally get to talk about the Proust. Anything can happen on the ice. Len Hahn spent an evening with Leia, 2K22. And, oh no, I forgot to write a fourth one of these. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue 6, standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 9, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. Don't wanna hear you Welcome to Season 25, Mission 6, Episode 191 of Rogue Padron. Tonight we'll be continuing with Two Princess, Two Scoundrel, Chapters 31 through 36. But before that, here's a quick reminder of your hosts. If Saf, Rogue 7, was a note I made for myself that I don't fully remember when I looked at it later, <laughs> she, she would be horses whose hooves don't go clip-clop but are the screams of the damned. Because it's just a middle kind of horse girl. Oh my god, that's perfect. I, I gotta slow that one down. Horses whose hooves don't go clip clop, but are, are the screams of the, the damned. screams of the damned. Okay. Oh my god, I love that. That's perfect. Like each, yeah, it's just ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but it like fucking gallops. It's just oh, it's like, yeah. Okay, I'm saving that for our next D and D encounter. <laughs> Ash, Rogue Nine, would be Megabees, the history of sci-fi original movies, because it sounds like a serious project, but it will probably end up completely different, like, in the end. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why I thought I'd actually ever do, like, a history of anything. Like, I don't like research, so. (laughs) Do a history of a thing you don't have to do research for. Yeah, but this is a thing that exists and therefore would need actual research. Just make I mean, it up. Only if you want it to be accurate. Nobody <laughs> nobody believes anything anymore. No, I mean, everybody trusts everything anymore. You can say whatever you want. People will believe it. Well, which it. one is it, Saf? I don't know whether I'm supposed <laughs> to trust you or disbelieve you. <laughs> oh, no. Trust me and believe me with everything I say. It's true. Not that warning. 
Keith Rogue Three would be don't answer the knocking because it <laughs> seems like the beginning of a Stephen King book that would absolutely rock his world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meg, don't I must know where knock. was this note specifically written? It was in a in a Google Doc that was just this untitled. <laughs> just this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And are you're sure that you wrote this? It's not like a message that someone no, is communicating I, I to you wrote, via Google Drive. I'm sure that I wrote this. Okay. Just, anyway, don't answer the knocking. Yeah. Um, Danny at Rogue Six would be creating a new tapeworm infected vampire who sucks pickle juice instead of blood. Um, because it's the kind of like being that's weird that they would add to our DD game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I pre-anticipated. <laughs> you did um i love and that I, it's like it's like a it's like a vegan vampire essentially right yeah, like no, yeah no human fluids like i just drink pickle juice it's just pickle juice <laughs> and i'm meg rogue leader and i would be feet or shoes not even kirby can answer this question because well not even meg can answer this question <laughs> <laughs> yeah who fucking knows one is a foot and one is a shoe could be i don't like any of that okay i think they're shoes um <laughs> we all can think but we don't know is the yeah problem. we're never gonna know who wants he to goes put on kirby feet of- into their search history no anyone anyone i'm doing it i'm doing it, it before thanks uh, won't you be oh! <laughs> i was gonna say to be fair i have safe search on that didn't save me from the no. they giving Kirby feet. Even safe search can't save you from Kirby's feet. No, there's a there's a three graphic. I printed out a Kirby with human feet that I was yeah. gonna send to Meg, and then I lost it, and I can't fucking find it anywhere. I think he went. <laughs> I think he went. Oh, gonna show up at the most inopportune time. Just around. <laughs> By the way, don't answer the knocking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you've got to find that. You've got to find. That. I 100% saw it when I'm gonna print that and send it to Meg with no fucking explanation whatsoever. Amazing, horrible. I regret googling this. Speaking of things that. with no fucking explanation whatsoever, I have a question about Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> do I have a question about Star Wars? This th- this week's Star Wars, I didn't. I haven't watched Tales of the Jedi because I could not give less of a fuck uh but apparently they changed a bunch of canon around for some reason my question is what's what's like what major canon would you change in star wars that's really like insignificant at the end of the day but annoys a lot of people on twitter uh i love to annoy people on twitter so um (laughs) i mean like i think my i'm gonna think of a more funny answer down the road here but like my my easy quick answer is like make one of the legacy characters trans just be like han's a trans guy it never came up but han's totally a trans guy like the fan base would go livid and i would just be like "Eh." yeah i think i like that i think what i would do because i i would hope that this wouldn't inspire a lot of like actual gross hate speech um is that i would change all of vader's breathing to make it sound like he's snorkeling like under the water <laughs> like just blubs and <laughs> i would make it so that every time han fires a blaster he says mcclunky every time every time 
to be fair, if it was actually a serious thing, I'm going to feel very bad, but I genuinely don't know. I just saw that a lot of people were mad at Dave Filoni. So don't bring the discourse here. Don't bring the discourse I here. love being mad at Dave Filoni. <laughs> we all love it. We all love it. I have just full Alexa play vindicated uh, as more and more people are like, wait a minute. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe he isn't the future of Star Wars. <laughs> and it makes me feel so good. Um, my minor change would be making Ahsoka hot pink instead of orange. <laughs> yes. Like Elisa <laughs> Frank Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. It would it would piss off everyone. It would be really good. We'd love to see it. I love that. Like the fucking oh, no, I'm shader color it. going on. Just a fucking highlighter neon pink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking glow in the dark kind of pink. Oh my god, I have a fan art idea. I would make Tatooine have three sons. No! <laughs> triplet sons? Why not? And they're actually called triplet sons. <laughs> oh, because it's, it's twin sons. If you're going to change, it's going to be triplet sons. I hate that. Who's that? And they're all the Teletubby baby sons. Yes! <laughs> I would change Poe Dameron to be Poe from Teletubbies. <laughs> yeah. I would change it such that it's now canon that the Teletubbies are from Tatooine. Yeah. That's the tubby planet. It's I it, it'd be better if it was like Teletubbies are helping them instead with, along with the Ewoks. Like Teletubbies and Ewoks are like a a, a coexistent species. Like out of symbiotic. Oh my god, the special special editions where like the can't there's just like Teletubbies inserted into the cantina scene. Yeah. Oh my god. There's Teletubbies everywhere. I love the idea They're of Teletubbies there. and Ewoks being BFFs. Oh my god. Yeah. Cutest rebellion ever. Um, or creepiest, depending on your perspective. Who's the who's the bro that I always forget his name? The um bounty hunter from the Tatooine episode of The Mandalorian that we despise. Um you're asking a lot from us. Oh, I usually remember. Like Coli Caro, Coli Caro. Oh, Toro Calican. That guy. That guy. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, that guy. Fuck. I can't believe I would, you pulled that out. I would make it such that so uh, he is actually uh, the first clone of Luke Skywalker. Um, <laughs> but it, 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 just was a, it was a failed cloning project <laughs> yeah. such that the genes specifically that code for like his physical appearance did not actually <laughs> copy correctly. So the whole cloning thing didn't really work. <laughs> yeah, they fucked up the whole clone. Just throw it out. Yeah, and that's how we got Toro Caligan. <laughs> Man, we hate that guy. Oh my, my last, I know I've answered like three times. My last answer is that I would make it just a little bit more because a lot of people question this. I'd just make it a little bit more obvious that there are two Darth Vader's in the second one is Natalie Portman, <laughs> just because I'm sick of like fielding everyone's questions and, oh! and disbelief about that. So just like I, I would, would, I would add... like, have Natalie Portman take the helmet off just once, just to like confirm just that. Once. Yeah. No, I found a better edit. I would add power plugs to everyone of Padme's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> she's always, she's oh, there's always, always a visible a extension cord. Oh, I think the visible extension cord. <laughs> I think my greatest contribution to this podcast has been when I told you all that you can see the extension cord sticking out of her dress in the Phantom amazing. Menace. That is definitely a contribution that you have made to this podcast. <laughs> I love the idea that Padme just has like a low battery life. Yeah, she's just always got to be playing. She's in. actually an android, which Stop. is why Anakin likes her so much because he loves robots. Well, we don't need to unpack that. Let's <laughs> unpack chapters 31 through 36. 
So they finally land on Modors, and Han immediately has a PTSD flashback because the snowy terrain is less like Hoth and more like the silent, soft cold of being frozen in carbonite. Cool. Great. Love that. Thankfully, as his vision blurs and the terror of being trapped in his own body sets in, Leia is right there at his side. <laughs> Boy, uh, I wish I had rest- someone at my side every time my vision blurred and the terror of being trapped in my own body set in. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oof. She had rescued him from the carbonite and she's there now. Medora's is actually very pretty with a pale lavender sun, midnight blue ocean showing the shadows of sea life under the glassy clear ice. There's just enough snow to play in, but no wind that makes the cold weather feel brutal. Damn, then I crack- really want to go there, actually. That's I know it cool. sounds. I don't even like <laughs> the snow, but it sounds good. This planet I, is straight up. A- uh, Arendelle. Is that the one from Frozen? Yeah, Arendelle. Yes. Yeah, but they don't have fucking like space, like lavender I'm moon like and shit. Sea life. Lavender sun. Okay, it's Sparendelle. We wow. don't see any sea life. I haven't seen Frozen 2, but... I don't think there's any sea life in Frozen 2. I don't know. Didn't a Kraken kill her parents? No. That's not what happened. <laughs> it was a it was a storm, I think. Yeah, it was a storm. <laughs> that, was a storm. that would have changed the entire vibe of the movie. Yeah, it was just <laughs> it'd be a lot cooler if just a random kraken appeared and killed. I mean, yeah. surely there's like narwhals just off screen. Yeah, but there's been a long time since therefore. I've watched it. It's been a long time. Oof. I don't want this to be space frozen because I don't want that little fucky snowman to be here. Oh yeah, he's. I don't want Josh Gad in my store. Who do you think C3PO is? No, absolutely don't you fucking dare. They both love retelling events that have happened in previous films on screen. Yeah, but see, I I I would give 3PO a hug. I would rip that little snowman's head off and punt it into the ocean. I did not realize you had such strong feelings about the snowman who's frozen. I I hate that snowman so much. What what did it do to you? He existed. And then he stole my money. Seth, you can tell me how the snowman hurt He mugged me in the street. He stole my money. He mugged me in the street with a stupid fucking carrot nose. What? That thing's really hard when it's cold. It's like a knife. What is happening right now? I think Sass having a psychotic break live on on podcast. Imagine if I did. Imagine if that was my psychotic break because I believe that that snowman fucking mugged me. You are mugged by. I don't know if I believe that you don't believe it. That would be so embarrassing. I mean, the thing is, is that like that could happen in like Times Square. Right, because they have all of the people in like costumes and stuff. Oh, like, so Danny, you remember how I said earlier? <laughs> believe everything I say. Believe everything <laughs> I say. It's all true. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but, would, but would it be, it'd be? But it wouldn't be Olaf because I, they always have to have That's like just... knockoffs that don't get sued, right? So it'd be like Olive, the the frozen snow human. <laughs> Bolaf. 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 <laughs> Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> it's it's um, no laugh because nobody. Nope, we are moving on. <laughs> they hear the Not sound of a more. giant crack, and everyone is panicking because it's ice. And usually, yeah, when you like hear a, a crack, it's yeah, it's bad. <laughs> uh, but then they see a group approaching quickly—a mix of machines and sleds pulled by large four-legged animals. It's the Madors Welcome Committee, I guess. <laughs> there are snowmobiles called ice zippers. 
that are very popular. They zip zip. Like jet skis, but for the snow. Yeah. The regal looking sleds are pulled by enormous white pronged Pruce. Legs that were roughly as long as Han was tall, with sleek bodies covered in silky white fur. Graceful despite their size, with narrow faces and pointed muzzles. And long draping ears beneath elaborately twisting white horns. Even the hooves were white, and there was a gentle kindness in their black eyes as they pranced on the ice. So they're like, what if we take most, put them in space, make them kind and also pretty? Are you okay? Hold on. No, are you saying make moose are not kind, kind. pretty right now? Okay, moose no, are not. I mean, moose moose are not no, no. kind. Moose no, are not moose kind. are very unkind. Yeah, and they are very. They're rugged. They're like handsomely totally rugged, but they're not. You, pretty. You, you're scared of Olaf fucking you up. A moose will fuck you up. I told yeah, you but that's our fault. Yeah. Have I, I told like you the to story about how I had to hide from a moose on a hiking trail one time? I had to hide from That's, a moose. Jesus. There was hiking. a moose and it was uncomfortably close to me. So I hid under a rock because I was by should. myself. In the moose's and, house. And I didn't know how to get, I didn't know how to deal with the moose problem. So I just waited till it left. I think you did exactly That is exactly the best way to deal with the moose problem. Yeah. What are you going to do? Try and like talk to it? That thing's going to crush no. you. <laughs> moose don't want to talk. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's the same things with sharks. We're in the moose's house. So yeah. Yeah. No, when I when I first I'm not Canada, mad I was at the like, moose. I'm I was more mad at myself for wandering into the moose's house. <laughs> when I first went to Canada, I was like, I want to meet a moose, and everyone was like, You don't want to meet a moose. I was like, I want to meet a moose, and then I went to you. one of the museums, and they had like a big stuffed moose, and I saw it, and I was like, Oh, yeah. I thought it was and... like a big cow. That thing is a fucking no. tank. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, let's see. Leia immediately approaches one in wonder and gets defeated sugar cubes. <laughs> and then it spears her in the gut and Leia died. The end. No, these guys are kind. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was still thinking about Moose. <laughs> when Leia stops heading it, the Proust nudges her uh, to signal that she isn't done yet, which is so cute. Uh, it causes Leia to stumble, but she just laughs and comments on how dear the creatures are. How dear the, 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 the deer persons. <laughs> Han forgets about the carbonite. Can about Seth? Can I mute Seth? Is that yeah, about his anger at Leia being so obsessed with work that he, that she diverted the ship's course? <laughs> right now, she was happy and not thinking about war or politics. She was content, and therefore, so was Han. And All Han's friend, he's like, "How do I take one of these home as a pet?" Right. <laughs> I can just distract her with a Proust whenever she needs to calm down. <laughs> the the Proust solution. Yeah. <laughs> The local a, a guy emotional support Bruce. I would love an emotional support Bruce. Right. The local guide, Nahai, helps Leia and Han into the sled. Han sees that the sled has a propulsor, but the Proust get mad if they don't get to pull the sleighs. Which I is love so them. <laughs> I have a job. It's like your dog that you yeah. give a job that you give a quote unquote job to. And that dog's like, this is the most important thing I will ever do. Yeah. <laughs> This is my life. (laughs) Uh, Han asks how fast Proust can go, and Nahai calls out to her Proust and zoom! Han almost falls out. (laughs) They take a more rounded path since they're already the last of the group. Leia sees ice fishers and asks if they can get closer, but Nahai doesn't understand why she'd want to go. They're just cliff dwellers. They're able to see the ice palaces, a dozen in total, but three that were more grandoys than the others. (laughs) Grandios, you got Grandios. it. Yeah. Grandois. <laughs> the original uh, French pronunciation is Grandois. 
I don't care about the French at all. Um, they are so purposefully ornate that they Who, can the only French be or the Prus. The French. I care deeply about the Prus. <laughs> they can only be described as human marvels, not natural wonders. Leia points. I wonder if Ekpa's gonna crash a ship into the. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's <laughs> fucked up <Seth. laughs> too soon oh my gosh <laughs> i'm sorry i see a delicate beautiful palace in the star wars thing and i'm like hmm, i feel like it's gonna get destroyed wow oh, i thought we were talking about the proofs by no! admirable no! Act people because that's what happened last time no i know i just either way it's a it's a beautiful wonder of the planet <laughs> Ooh, sorry akbar <laughs> Mink's gonna wow. be next. I'm gonna get muted by every single one of you by the end of wow. <laughs> Okay. Leia points past the city to ask about the ruins of the ice palaces. Nahai slows the Proust but doesn't acknowledge Leia's question. She looks sad as she gazes at the 13 once grand buildings. Eventually, she tells Leia that this is the old city and that's the nature of ice. It melts and breaks and cracks. Their art is temporary, but all the more precious because of that. Han can't help but notice the deep and profound sadness in the high's voice as she speaks about them. Uh, Leia doesn't really care about any of that, though, because there's a long black tower on the horizon, and she needs to know what that is, but Nahai doesn't answer. You know it's what? Until... I have been there because there was also a long black tower in Horizon Zero Dawn, and I was fucking obsessed with finding out what that was. So I personally identify with Leia in this moment. That's good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> this is the most I've ever connected with Leia in my life. Oh, <laughs> no, I just connect with all of her working. No, they, yeah, no. It, that's 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 what I want to believe. Yeah, is that this, that's the most I've ever connected. Is that with this is the most? <laughs> yeah. It's not until Leia grabs Nahai's fur drape that she slows the proofs. She still avoids answering Leia's question, and they have a stare down. Leia is sure that this is Empire related. She kind of gets down on Nahai and the other folks who seemingly ignore the Empire's presence because you can't see the flags if you don't look up. Um, but I think that that's like pretty reductive and obtuse and Leia really comes from a place of privilege in regards to how she's been able to fight the Empire. <laughs> well, these people don't want to talk about the fucking Empire destroying the planet. Right. And it's like, you know, it's, it's very tragic what happened to Alderaan, but it also meant that she had nothing to lose after that. Whereas, like, they're still all there, right? Like, their their family and their planet and their homes are all still there. And not everyone, you know, can give up everything all at once um, to fight a cause, especially when they, you know don't know who can actually help or you know it seems very much like Madors is used to people just wanting their resources and not caring about their people so I'm like uh, I don't want to trust you either <laughs> so Nahai only concedes that that area is dangerous and thankfully Leia accepts that they get going and they're the last ones to make it to the ice palace Nahai gets scolded by her captain for being late because they're on a timetable, I guess. But Leia rushes in to defend her, saying that she wanted to take a detour and look at more of the ice fields. The captain recognizes Leia and his attitude changes immediately. 
and says that he's there to escort them into the palace. Han says that he's there too. And he does, and the captain doesn't understand at all until Han says he's Leia's husband. <laughs> this was so funny. You know, I'm here. And Han is also Han here. Solo, Captain of the Millennium Falcon, General Han Solo. Kessel Run, 12 parsec. Nope, nope. Uh, husband Leia's to husband. Leia Organa. Please come in. I'm Leia's guest. <laughs> Leia's plus one. Yeah. They walk into the ice palace and it is comfortably warm. Leia subtly asks how the palaces get their energy. And the captain says there's a power grid built into the ice. And it's a mix of dunium laced with copper infused carnium. She goes on to say that she's, oh, never heard of carnium before. And he explains that it also fuels those shuttles and underwater vessels. Which Han is like, underwater vessels? But Leia shuts that down immediately. She pushes it too far, and the captain changes the subject away from a rich resource that can be exploited by others. The ice palace is beautiful, etc. There's some bright green glittering liquid in a bowl flowing into stemmed goblets, and they are hot. A rando man instructs them to grab them by the stem. It's supposedly the secret on living to living on Madors. Warm. Kit Strozer, Leonhan do not like it. The rando introduces himself as Jens. And then Leia's like, oh, fuck, as in Dread and Jens, the prime minister. <laughs> he seems very casual and relaxed, which is why Leia didn't recognize him or like peg him as an authority figure. Leia can't help but speak to him in her diplomat voice. But as soon as she tries to discuss politics, he just instructs Leia and Han to drink. No bummer conversations. <laughs> Stop being a fucking really, bummer. Really, you'd rather drink Kit Strozer than talk about politics? I love this Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, Han and Leia are smart enough to read between the lines and realize that Jens is warning them that it's not safe to talk about that shit here. No one may be wearing an Imperial uniform, but that doesn't mean the Empire isn't here. Dun, He's dun, like the dun, guy dun. from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Obi-Wan, hello. Everything is totally fine here on our planet. It's great. Oh, the Palin? It's actually not great. It's truly not great, dog. (laughs) This guy's just more subtle than that guy was. Yeah. (laughs) Yen starts giving Han and Leia a tour of the palace. Han notices that at least half of everyone's attention is on Leia and Yen's. He doesn't like it. He... Didn't like looking closely at his own life, much less letting others do it. And now Han is becoming relatable. Han, I swear to God. (laughs) Leia keeps trying to talk about Carnium and Jens keeps ignoring her. (laughs) God, the worst worst party guest. (laughs) Truly. Like, I mean, for real, if you were hosting a party and someone shows up and starts talking about Carnium and Dutyum, like... I'd be like, I'm gonna go... Away over there. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go shove my face with pigs in a blanket. Don't worry about me. Um, Just me and the Proust calling me. Me me at every Christmas party I've ever been invited to. Yeah. He leads them outside to a courtyard so they can glimpse the guest houses, which are modern art stacks of ice cubes or whatever. It's not to Yen's taste, but the artist is a genius and she'll go far in the galaxy. 
Han asks how long each of the guest houses took to build, and Yen's replies that about a month for each, and there are 25 of them. But why are there 25 guest houses ready to be used for when Yen's had said that they've had no visitors for quite some time and didn't expect any future guests? Suspicious. Leia cuts through the ham. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the ham? <laughs> Is the ham? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Right there. I don't... <laughs> Leia cuts through the ham. <laughs> I don't. Daddy left. <laughs> no, you see that? And they, I briefly they have fully left the that, podcast. <laughs> I briefly believe that maybe that was just a turn of phrase. I don't know. No, I mean, it is no. now. <laughs> I'm making you one. <laughs> So Leia cuts through the ham and <laughs> asks about Madoras joining the New Republic. But now Jens is just fucking mad because she won't stop talking about this. Madoras doesn't need a government's help or to be stuck under their boot. They are fine and flourishing on their own. Han realized that what bothers him about Jens is that he reminds him too much of Lando on Cloud City, hiding fear with his ruggedly handsome, extremely bright white smile. Han loudly asks about the black spire they saw. You know, about 25 to 30 feet tall, huge metal thing, can't miss it. To Yenza's credit, he doesn't flinch from Han's gaze. He says that about a year ago, the Empire came and gave them an offer he wasn't allowed to refuse for their carnium, but he refused them. Suddenly, the ice begins to shake and there's another huge cracking sound. Cool. Right ground, a thick, solid sheet of ice shifts. Jens advises them not to leave the safety of the city without supervision. <laughs> hmm. A little ice quake won't stop Leia. <laughs> she continues. Leia leaving the city without supervision. <laughs> yeah, God. And she continues to hound Jens. He says that the Empire came a year ago and offered credits, but much less what the Carnium was worth. So they refused. The Black Tower used to be a station in orbit that I guess they shot down. Medoras can defend what's theirs. They don't need either the Empire or the Republic. Leia thinks about what else happened a year ago. The Empire annexed Cloud City for its Tabana gas during the construction of the second Death Star. See, Empire Strikes Back. But the Death Star didn't need Carnium, so it wasn't just about fuel. Is there a more nefarious plot going on? The more we get into this book, the more that I'm like, Leia's a really unreliable narrator. She, re- she is. She is. <laughs> she really is. I also just like this is the most engaged she's been since the book started. Like a book that had both her wedding and honeymoon <laughs> in it. Like she's like, ooh, a plot involving cardium. Let's figure this shit out. I'm in. <laughs> We've got, got a mystery. A diplomatic game. And Han's like, can we please figure out how to make out? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we really need to practice. My lips were all messed up after the carbonite. Like, I just, I want to have a regular. We gotta... Yeah. They were chapped the first time, like, I've been doing a lip scrub. Let's go. But no, she's got some carnium nefarious plot going on. (laughs) Han looks rightfully upset, and it's not because of this sketchy situation, but because a year ago he was frozen in carbonite. Leia tries to think about what it must have been like for him to hear her confession and then suddenly be awoken in Jabba's palace, sick and blind, and then a couple weeks later defeat the Emperor. She was really worried about the long-term effects of the Carbonite too. 
yeah, you should still be worried about the long-term effects. Yeah, maybe get Han some fucking therapy too. Like, yeah, it's been like a, a month. You don't know the long-term effects. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and like Leia, Han should probably at the very least be masking in public still. Well, he's not. He he's coughing out those carbonite particles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leia then has some bombs to drop that maybe she really should have mentioned. I don't know, like before they got married or whatever. Uh, so I quote, so much had happened that year that Han knew nothing about. He was aware that Leia had saved him. True. But he didn't see the endless nights of planning, the frustration at delays. Han had not yet noticed the new scar on Leia's arm, the one that she refused to let the meds fully erase. She kept a hairbreadth of that scar as a memorial, a gift from a commander with a particular need for vengeance against her specifically, a reminder that sometimes the choices people made resulted in situations where there were no longer choices to be had. Leia hadn't told Han about the long struggle even to find him. When he'd been frozen, Boba Fett had been right there, ready to take him to Jabba, but things had gone sideways as always. For a while, Leia had thought he'd died. She'd crossed paths with Kira and Crimson Dawn. She'd made deals she didn't want to make. And in the end, Han had still ended up on Jabba's wall and Leia had still had to fight to save him. Han knew only the beginning and the end of that story. And she should tell him the middle. She knew that. But so far, she couldn't seem to put into words just how much had transpired when he slept. I totally forgot about the whole War of the Bounty Hunters thing. <laughs> It's like, thank you, Beth, They're for like, saving me out of like a yeah. hundred comic issues that I have yeah. read. Yeah. I, I really think that she should mention that she's met Kira. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that that's piece feels like important. important. It seems that seems like like, oh yeah, I met your oh. first love. Like that feels important. Like also has Han seen Kira since the events of the I don't know if he knows games? that like, she's like so, fucking the leader like, of Crimson like, Dawn. Just like this is someone still, you cared about. Still leading Crimson Dawn. Who's alive, right? yeah. by the way, and have played a very important role in galactic politics. Oof. Yeah, she's a fucking crime lord. Like, I love how they take a second to just be like, read this in Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. <laughs> what, what was that first thing it refers to? Like the scar thing. I think I that's know. also from the Star Wars comics because there's they're currently oh, so many comics yeah. in that era between Empire and Revenge. That's Return. right. They're so always in that comics. era. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. For many years they were between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. So we have I'm made die. the tiniest <laughs> amount of progress in the 10 years since the Disney purchase. Oh god, 10 I years. I will fully bearish. Um Jens goes back inside and steers Leia towards some reporters and XOX units by grabbing her elbow too hard. Leia wasn't expecting a media conference, but goes with it. Jens talk about how it's the first time in years they've had attention solely due to their art. And he's so pleased. And maybe the Halcyon can make Medora's a regular stop now that there's intergalactic peace. It's so great that all these people have come to our planet only because of the art. Our art is great. Please look only at the art, which is the reason why all these people are here. Come see the art. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing to hide. There is only art. Listen, as an artist, I would really be like, come here to see my art. And instead, people are like, no. <laughs> and Leia's like in, the, if... like in the audience of the press conference, just like, I'm not, I'm actually here to talk about bringing you into, you know, out of the empire and joining the New Republic. And no. Jens is just like, anyways, everyone is only here for the art. Jens is just really psyched about art. Yeah, he loves art. (laughs) 
Leia reminds herself that she is supposed to be proving to the galaxy that the threat of the Empire is gone. So she smiles and plays along and talks about how great the Halcyon is and how beautiful the art and nature of Medors is. A reporter asks about ice quakes and another specifically asks, asks if the quakes are reasons that the old city's in ruins. Leia recognizes the second reporter as being Mira Kuhn from Tempora. No relation to Exar Kuhn. It is spelled differently. You see, you see Kuhn and I was like, huh. Um, which is a Holonet show that is known for balanced information and is rigorously fact-checked. I Must love how nice. just I love how just the mention of XR Kuhn sends you into a panic. <laughs> Fight me, XR Kuhn. It's horrifying. Uh, it's horrifying. The, ghost, the ghost of XR Kuhn can meet me in the fucking Denny's parking lot. <laughs> Leia plays this to her advantage and tricks Jens into taking her Han and Mira to examine the cities after they view the underwater ice fishing base. She's there to advise Jens on some potential conservation efforts needed for the moon's stability. He can't say no, so they're going today. <laughs> I, Leia, taking a fucking good journalist to the city where it could be rowed by the earthquakes, so you might just fuck up this entire guy's like entire thing. Seems like a dumbass idea, not a good way to get his trust. It's really not. <laughs> She's really not thinking any of this through. The Prince conference disperses and Leia heads back inside the main hall and is grateful that there's now something light and bubbly to drink. A human server comes up to her and asks if it's true what they're saying, that the war is over. Leia is surprised, but tries to reassure this very worried and nervous man that the Emperor is dead. He still doesn't believe her, but before he, she can explain, he basically runs away. She looks behind her and sees Jens there, and he raises his glass in mock salute. Honestly, I kind of love Jens. I, I actually <laughs> like Jens more and more. Leia at this point, Leia at this point needs somebody to be like, uh, absolutely not. Actually. Yeah. Stay she needs someone lane. to be making fun of her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not even here as a senator, right? Like, this is not an actual goodwill mission. Like, what are you doing? Inside the guests' homes, the walls are a bit higgledy-piggledy, but the floors are level and it's warm and comfortable. Han and Leia know that Jens is lying about something. The Black Tower, the ruined palaces, the real reason he invited Leia here. But it could be any or all of them. You know what would be really funny is if Leia looked at the art and it's just his, the thing that he needs from her is just painted out on a bunch of canvases. Like literally like the words. <laughs> like a magic guy? Like, no, no, no. Like straight up the words are just painted on the wall. It's literally comes, graffiti. He's like, he's like, like, please look at the art, Leia. Look at the art please and she doesn't do it and it just sees the like i need your help with this like this is this is Leia Organa of the new republic please <laughs> she just refuses and to look like, at it Leia, did you see this and she's like not now huh? not now not now i have to find my next maneuver he's like man that art was really weird <laughs> it was like really targeted <laughs> Leia's convinced that it all has something to do with the Empire getting here first, but Han can empathize with being self-sustaining and not wanting oversight. He can respect that. Of course, he'd never tell Leia this, or at least not right now. <laughs> Leia insists that they have to go, even if Jens tries to evade them. Han tries to reason that it might not be the Empire, 
But Leia knows that if they came last year, the year that Han lost, there's no way that they would have just given up on Medoras. He points out that Yens might not want any government, and Leia swears that the New Republic will be different, and Han can't hide his doubt, which, for good fucking reason, Han. Really? I hate I hate when Han is the reasonable one in these books. It 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 just doesn't feel right. Well, yeah, like someone has to form be. alliances, but planets should be allowed to self-govern. Right. And be independent. Like the separatists were right about that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like there's no reason that they can't have like a peace treaty or something like that between them, but not have oversight, right? They don't need yeah. to participate in like the they don't Senate. need to be governed in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Head on over to T Public for the latest from Rogue Podrin. The Separatists were right t shirts. <laughs> they were, though. The Separatists were right about that. <laughs> the, the Separatists were right, parentheses, about some very specific things. Yeah. <laughs> about one very specific thing. <laughs> the Separatists were right, and then on the back, about planetary independence. Yeah. <laughs> Riola calls Leia to tell her that Jens has rescinded his invitation for the media. Mira called Riola directly as she had arranged for her to cover the event. She was going to do an entire documentary covering the visit and the moon's history. The chief of staff of Madors escorted Mira off the moon personally. Han realizes that Jens worked fast and was not subtle because it's only been like an hour since the press conference. I respect him, honestly. Yeah. Like Leia, Leia was playing dirty and Jens was like, actually, no. <laughs> he was like, fuck off. The cameras are off. I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah. Riola asks Leia if Riola asks if Leia wants her to come to the surface, but Leia feels better with someone they can trust on the Halcyon if they need it. Leia only has to give Han a look before he concedes that something hinky is going on here. Han really doesn't like that Leia is putting up a mask with him. He sits up to embrace her and eventually she opens up and tells him that she needs to do as much as she can while she can. That not everyone in the galaxy will take the news of her parentage well. She knows people will see her differently, limit what she can do, and people will question her motives. Han realizes that him pushing that fact out of his mind was a mistake because this was really weighing on Leia. And he wasn't so much as accepting the truth as just ignoring it. And I quote, Nothing like repression to rear its ugly head at the worst moment. Han hey. forced the thoughts back down again as much as he could. Hey, Han, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Who among He's us? just dipped. He's like, no. I do not like Sorry. to be seen. I had to sneeze and I did not want you all to see me sneeze. <laughs> you just left at a very, at a very poignant time. Let's see. Han, please. Leia has a faraway look in her eyes, like she did when she told him about Luke being alive. Han doesn't like it because it's a knowable things that he can't understand or keep up with. Uh, Leia says, I can't stop helping others. I can't just quit being myself. And part of it is because this is the way I believe I should live my life. This is the work that I love. And part of it is because I have to keep the guilt at bay. I command the battles. I knew people would die, good people, and they did. It was a war, Han wanted to say, but he was too afraid that his words would silence hers. Yikes. <laughs> she knows that she's going to lose everything when people find out about Vader. She's not, not wrong. 
read bloodline i hate that we have the power of foresight on this one i know (laughs) it's really painful uh except han and he reminds her of that and that right now they need to do something to be do they have something to do so let's stop worrying about the future right now i think also the the power of foresight is kind of tragic here because that's like what 25 years from now still so like she's gonna be dwelling and wondering and like holding it onto the secret for 25 years and that sucks too yeah and I feel and like, like knowing that, that be afraid for that long, like, like it sucks in the immediate when it happens in Bloodline, but then there's like this relief, I feel like, of just like, oh, it's finally, I don't have to hold on to that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But like the fact that that's probably partly what pushed Ben to the dark side as well as like, oh, him, we don't talk about Ben Solo here. We don't need to talk about that. And it's like, <laughs> I can kind of understand why she wouldn't want to tell him though. Like yeah. it sucks yeah. and she shouldn't have done that, but I get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It felt like the right choice at the time. You could only really figure those things out with hindsight. Yeah. It's like, when is the appropriate time to tell your kid that Santa Claus isn't real or that his grandfather was a genocidal maniac? You know, just like See, there's no, well, there's no book with, for this. There's no, there's the no plan rules. with Santa it's not is in that the, book. the other kids at school tell them. The problem is that with Darth Vader, the other kids at school can't. So you tell need that. to like leak your family tree to like the no, children. don't leak it. Wait, no, Stop the thing is, he might have learned it from the other kids at school because oh, he was at the Jedi he was. school. He then. was at school when that, yeah, yeah, yep. Oh boy, Ooh. foresight yeah. turns out it's a horrible power. Yeah, that sucks, dog. Um, <laughs> well. Han could convince his wife that her lineage didn't matter, but nothing could convince her to stay in bed all day. <laughs> you know what? Same. Big same. Oh. Leia isn't sure how to tell Han that she might want to explore learning the Force with Luke. But also, don't worry about it right now, because you're not exploring the Force with Luke. You're exploring Medora's with Han. Right. You're exploring your marriage Yeah. with your husband. <laughs> But also, maybe it would be easier to convince Madoras to join the Republic if she was a senator and a Jedi Knight. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, you know things are bad when she's like, okay, I really need to solve this problem. Okay, maybe I should just go become a Jedi Knight real quick and then I'll be able to solve this difficult Yeah, because that's a really good reason to go learn the Force. And that's a really good reason for Madoras to cooperate because now I can coerce you (laughs) as a senator and a Jedi? Like, that's fucked up, Leia. If you told that to Luke, Luke would be like, hey, hang on. I don't know. No, Just a quick little, this is the government you're looking for. That's all. That's all. No. Luke would be like, I'm glad you want to hang out, but we're going to have to unlearn what you've learned. <laughs> we're going to have to have a few talks about this. Yeah. Uh, but then Leia's like, no, the Force is a temptation, and it brought her father war, Bail Organa, and it also let Vader conduct war. <laughs> so, yikes. <laughs> the captain from earlier brings the group out to the sleds. Leia notices Nahai and her Proust are not among them. Jens helps Leia into a sled and she asks and at, uh, yeah, and she asks him if they're going to see the ruined palaces before or after the fishing village. He says after, <laughs> but Han thinks that they're not gonna see anything. They can't really talk on the ride over Zappy, and Leia okay just over there. I, saw, I thought I saw a really big spider, but it was just it was just it was just a picture on a box. That's been there the of a spider time. or just a, something completely different. No, it's 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 like 
it's like a picture of a grow light. <laughs> <laughs> this box has been here the entire time. That is very similar energy to me in the middle of the night thinking my tattoo is a spider. <laughs> oh, I've That's done a that tattoo. One. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> Leia. I'm Leia sorry. Spends, I love you. Leia spends the ride over fixating on how, yes, the public loves a love story, but the public loves seeing a hero fall even more. Apparently, See also bloodline. Yeah. Apparently, Breha had fallen when she had gotten to the summit of a Penza Peak on her day of demand. Her injuries were so severe that her body was permanently damaged and some of her organs were replaced with cybernetics. That's a fucking load to just chuck in here. Jesus I Christ. I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's, in, it's in Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Oh, fuck. I forgot oh, about I that. I think I, I did not remember that part of Leia, Princess Yeah, of I do not remember that part of Princess of Alderaan. <laughs> Uh, Leia realizes in her fidgeting that she damaged her wedding ring. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. They got the fucking delicate. Oh, Leia. To be fair, they knew these rings weren't going to last more than. Yeah, a but, yes, but it's not they normal last wear longer than this. Tear. She she keeps playing with it on her finger, which is like a sure sign of not being comfortable. Being what are you supposed to play with if there's nothing else on any other fingers? I guess uh, get things on your other fingers. Okay, I answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> look um, as someone and- who like needs something to fidget with constantly like i relate to this i um had a like signet ring that had a big stone in it that was a gift from my grandfather and i fucking popped the ring out and i can't wear that ring anymore <laughs> popped the stone out of the ring because i oh, was no. fidgeting with it too much so now it sits on a shelf i got it fixed it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is very related this is this is just normal things people do this isn't a sign of like discomfort or anxiety or anything like that Can't possibly because of the autism Un- untreated that ADHD. Like... it's yeah no it's, it's just a thing people do meg is giving me such a look of disappointment meg right has now. no ground to stand on when it comes to things that people just do i'm just saying i have never broken any of my engagement rings <laughs> and i've had multiple i, I neither have i <laughs> maybe you should have because i've never had one <laughs> No, because that would damage the resale value. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Now there's hairline fractures in it. And she's like holding it up to like look at it in shock. And Han, not noticing, just reaches out and holds her hand <laughs> because it's free. <laughs> finally, finally her hand is free. That boy is so cute. He's like, hand. Hand whole time. Oh, Leia's hands available. Let me hold it. He loves her so much. <laughs> um, but thankfully, she thinks that even though her rig will eventually break, it didn't matter if Han was as long as Han was still holding her hand. Aww. Foresight is really hurting. <laughs> it's really hurting us. Yeah. Ooh. Ice fishing time. <laughs> <laughs> Most important time of the book. Aniel, a marine biologist, shows them around the fishing village, explaining how they have plenty of resources under the ice. The anglers mostly get salna, a large fish that swims close to the surface. 
Leia asks if the ice quakes affect the wildlife and Anyel says, yes, they're a concern and they do everything they can to offset them. But then there's an angler who gets a bite and it's very exciting. <laughs> Look at this. Look over here. You might almost say it's artistic. It is artistic. They're using traditional fishing methods, um, not any newfangled technology. Anya leads the group into a large building that is partially built. Fishing techno- like, I'm just imagining Hansel like over a pole of ice with like his yeah, blasters. I, mean, like, <laughs> I can't imagine it, but like, you know, it's space. They, I assume they don't do anything without like machines. Um, so it's nice. Uh, they lead and go into a building that's partially built into the water. There they find a huge garden with all kinds of plants, including tropical ones. The mixture of carnium, hydroponics, and individualized regulators allows them to grow pretty much anything. I imagine it's like the the garden car from Snowpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> we all freeze and die. Anyway, um, on another level, fishers in heated wetsuits dive into the dive in to hunt the most prized prey with harpoons love it love a harpoon a splorsh of kelp <laughs> startles leia and han just laughs at her oh everyone's having a good time leia is mostly just in awe that although nothing is growing on top of Madors, they're eating better than many planets just by using what's below they go down another level to an underwater viewing platform watching bioluminescent creatures and schools of fish the darkness of the deep sea brings peace (laughs) this is just for me (laughs) (laughs) this book is really like how do we attack meg humphrey specifically like it's it's been a while since we've given Meg some stuff so here's some stuff for Meg. here's some deep sea a child in the group asks if this is where they see edon's Yen says they'll see those tomorrow when they go into submersibles because edons only live in the coldest water. I'm so excited to see an edont. What do you think it is? I don't know. I I think it's like a probably like a giant squid, maybe. I hope it's a giant turtle. I feel like like daunt is like UNT. Like that's a that's a biology word, right? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) That's your job. You got nowhere else to You know the animals. The only person who would know is you. (laughs) Okay. The definition is a a contraction of do and not. Okay. That's not helpful. (laughs) Well, while you look that up, um, edons aren't hunted because their flesh is poisonous and there's no part of their body that can really be used. Their only purpose- the only purpose They're just is to- big ass poison dart frogs <laughs> sorry their only purpose is to exist which is i suppose why we love them so much they are big and beautiful and they simply are much like art oh yens dude just fucking loves art like genuinely fucking loves, just loves art, art. <laughs> he he he's never been good at art himself so he's just fucking obsessed with everyone else loves he's it. like loves he loves it. to he whenever he sees someone painting something he's like i fucking love you you're my favorite yeah person in the world. Like, this is amazing he has like a, a doctorate in art history like yeah loves art they go what uh let's see leia moves closer to the marine biologist and asks if she can connect her with some universities like the university of genrand on Moncala. anyel's demeanor 
turns unfriendly as she declines and then pushes the tour forward. I hate that it's just a fucking university. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm going to uni on Moncala. It's just, I don't know. It's just disappointing. They go to another viewing area where the divers are putting on a show for the guests, but Han and Leia stand apart, looking into the depths instead. Leia says that Han likes it. And he says that, yeah, being underwater isn't that much different from being in space. And it's not just the danger, it's the unexpected that excites him. Leia then realizes that she loves Han, like she, like he loves space. And then a whole bunch of Akbarisms because like the tide of her feeling rises up and she's drowning in it. Um, and then she just follows a fish away from the group. <laughs> relatable i figured it out um odontocete is the genus for uh, the or the phylum nope gina it's tooth whales it's it's a group within cetaceans mm, that so, right, uh, so maybe she took odont and turned it into edont uh, i see you know what i really think that whales fucked up um becoming mammals <laughs> like i just i really think that they fucked up uh learning how needing to breathe oxygen you know i just think that they made a mistake (laughs) um because then they like have to be close to the surface for part of it and they can't just always be downstairs uh i'm not gonna well actually this moment i'm just not going to i refuse (laughs) i think will's made a mistake yes it's it's completely the whale's fault (laughs) (laughs) not gonna do it not gonna do it you're not gonna do it oh let's see hung comes up behind leia and she shows him that there's nothing in the water nothing except the outline of a long black tower no crabs or anything Anyel comes and tend that comes to tell them that it's time to go and once more declines leia's offer but in a kinder tone han remarks that yens has a tight hold on her but Anyel just looks fucking confused Leia realizes that maybe it isn't coercion from Yen's that's the problem. She then notices a blinking red light above the Prime Minister's dark, unreadable face, and she knows that they're being watched. She really needs to fucking give Yen's a benefit of the doubt, I feel. Yeah, she won't, but she should. (laughs) I mean, you're thinking about the art, like, there's like 37 different, like, ways that he has set up to communicate to her what's going on, and she's missed every single one of them. Yeah. Truly. And we won't ever know about them because this book is only from her perspective and Han's perspective, and she's not noticing them, and Han is only noticing her. Oh, Han. Uh, Truly tragic. I mean, Han's doing what he's supposed to be doing, so. Yeah. Yes. That's what, that that was the chapters. (laughs) I'm waiting for a something i could latch on to for a segue well but speaking of the chapters <laughs> should we <laughs> do some listener questions yeah yes. last week we asked folks to ruin another character from jabba's palace for us oh, i have an answer i have an answer um yes turn bib fortune a hot pink <laughs> I thought you were just going to leave it at turn Bib Fortuna hot. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, that, that would have been bitter. That would absolutely ruin it for me. Okay, Bib, turn Bib Fortuna hot as played thing. by Henry Cavill. No! <laughs> Goodbye. 
and then get recast as Liam Neeson Neeson in the book of Boba Fett. Liam Liam Neeson. Neeson. (laughs) 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 And then and then recast as Liam Hemsworth. (laughs) 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 Oh, we just read that rumor. (laughs) Liam Neeson is replacing Henry Cavill as The Witcher. That'd be a better choice than Liam Hemsworth, unfortunately. Mine is that the sizes of Jabba and Salacious B. Crumb are reversed. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need Salacious B. Crumb to be bigger. That's really good. That's really good. I love that. And Jabba's voice is like much higher. (laughs) Yeah, he's really, he's really little. No, I think it should be the same. Like an actual slug. Mine is that uh, Boba Fett gives a two-minute speech to Jabba about how sex outside of marriage is immoral. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ruin a character. Yeah, you gotta ruin them. Don't make them better. I think underneath Boba Fett's helmet is just three smaller Boba Fett helmets. That doesn't ruin him. Makes it even better to me. Okay. <laughs> but, but then when you take those off, it's three very tiny Timora Morrison heads on a normal size Timora Morrison okay, body. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Why no, is it them. three yeah. heads? I thought it's it was like helmets. a nesting doll, not like three. No, like three. Not like oh, oh, Honestly, oh, though. No. Honestly, yeah. though, a Boba Fett whose helmet never comes off is Saf's literal dream. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I'm I... cool because I also love Tim's face. Um. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, don't, Danny, you just ruined it. Do not try to lie to me and say that you prefer Tamora Morrison's face over a helmet. Do not lie to my fucking face. I won't. I won't lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the problem is that I kind of like everybody in Jabba's Palace besides Salacious B. Crumb. Then fuck so- up Salacious B. Crumb. I mean, he's already done so much to fuck himself up that I I can't make him worse. It's the problem. What's his background? As like Jabba's little friend. No, I don't like it. You there could always be more salacious be crumbs. Oh, I know. Is that the the weird like spider-ish machines that are like wandering around the palace like tunnels? Those are just actually spiders. Oh, no. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> oh. Oh, or if all the Gamorrean guards were like the non-padded Gamorrean guards in the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> they got the skinny leg guys. They're so thin. <laughs> oh, you know how like they go down, the droids go down into the basement and there's like, they're, they're like torturing the one droid. Yeah. Um we just think that that's torture because that's how we understand it but that's what actually that's foreplay a, oh i was like what if that's yeah. a dungeon that's like job a dungeon. sex dungeon yeah oh no yeah that, i'd be uncomfortable with that i'd be like mm-hmm. i didn't consent to this yeah <laughs> um speaking of consent x-wings in history said <laughs> oh god <laughs> yak face has memorized the age of consent laws for the entire sector no <laughs> i mean oh. <laughs> Good on Yak Face for caring about Asian consent laws. No, Make that 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 nar. means Yak Face is a sex pest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that really fucked Yak Face up. 
Dylan said, you've heard of Greedo. You've probably not heard, heard of his cousin, Beedo Cannon, I swear. Oh, Nevertheless, get ready to meet their other cousins. The Scandavian Sweeto, the Violent Torpedo, the Fancy Tuxedo, the Salesperson Garantito, and the Contrarian Disagreedo. I feel like you just made everything bitter there because that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, how is that worse? No, I hate that. <laughs> it's way worse for me. I don't, I don't. And like, I like Rodians, but like, that's, I don't like that. <laughs> Danny said, Droopy McCool and his lesser known cousin, Erect McCool. Oh! <laughs> oh, this was it for me. This is the end. <laughs> this, this was the one that ruined me. <laughs> Danny, you followed the prompt very well. <laughs> oh, that's truly, oh my God. <laughs> Jay said, turn effant man to effant man mothma. Oh, oops. I didn't ruin him. I made him better. It's still always amazing to me see how much Jay has changed here. Because yeah. years ago, that would have been ruining him for Jay. <laughs> yeah. Jay's really made a character arc. Yeah, yeah. Such a character Redem- arc. A redemption arc. I'm glad sure. we're here to witness this. Yeah. I feel like we have really prompted it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, website said off-screen dancer who is actually Mara Jade. Okay, but that's real though. But it's just it's just a pile of rocks in the corner. <laughs> it's just a grave. It's just a grave. There's a grave in Jack's palace, and it's Mara Jade. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, what? Oh, X-Wings in History also said Keyletta helping to build the Starhawk class is a reverse milkshake duck. I don't know what that means. I don't know who Keyletta is. I don't know what any of that or what a reverse milkshake duck is. But... <laughs> well, a reverse milkshake duck would be someone... When someone turns out to be do... okay. This is a response to... Because that's the character from the book that we're reading. <laughs> Oh, Keyled, oh. oh, right. Yeah, that guy. He's Never mind. This was not a response. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I still don't. I still don't trust. I still don't trust. I yeah. do like the idea of reverse milk di- milkshake duck. Um, I'm giving. I'm mm. giving you a glistening body to X Wings for the egg face one because that's really that's horrible. That's truly horrifying. <laughs> Uh, X-Wings messaged me and was like, I need to know if this is actually crossing the line around the country. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine and you want a glistening body with it. So there yeah, you so... yeah, no. Crossing the line for Rogue Potter is erect McCool. <laughs> no, I was going to give a glistening erect McCool to Danny for that answer. <laughs> yeah, no, no lines crossed there either. Nope. <laughs> You answered the prompt. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna give Daddy a glistening Rick Pickle, I'm giving X Wings a glistening gag face, memorizing the age of consent laws. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about a glistening yak face, and I'm just. Uh-uh. This is this is what you get. This is what you get. We'll give everyone a glistening giant salacious bee crumb. <laughs> <laughs> is it like is it like a like a Java size salacious bee crumb or like a Godzilla size salacious bee? It's crumb? like a Java, Java size. size. Yeah, yeah, Java size. Yeah. Salacious becomes the size of Java. Java becomes the size of salacious. 
What if Java remains the same size and Salacia just, just becomes bigger than him so such that the proportions are that Java is now Still what sit, Salacious but- was? Still, yeah. the idea of a tiny, a tiny Java is very funny. It is. Very funny. Yeah, they should, they should incorporate a baby hut into the the canon sometimes. That would be really cute. It would be, yeah. Oh. So weird that they haven't done that yet. Yeah, truly. Isn't there one in Clone Wars? No, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, there's, there's not look one. at the arts, bag. Look at all the arts. <laughs> one has never. <laughs> me, remember how I say that I've always that you always believe me? There's never been a baby hut in uh, never in Star Wars. Isn't there a baby hut Star Wars? I'm fairly certain there's not. I don't know what you're talking about. Nope, it's never yeah, existed. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I don't like being gaslighting. Yeah, well, we're still gaslighting bag on Mike tonight yeah, on Rogue Patron. We gaslight Rogue Leader. He's right there and he sucks. Yeah, he was, he sucks. He was the best part of that exist. movie. This week we're asking, what would be your emotional support companion if you lived in Star Wars? Baby Hut, Steel? obviously. No! Wait, what'd you say? The Baby Hut. <laughs> they seem cute, but uh, what do you have you to clean up after the diapers? It's no creature fun. is your support. Yeah, and how is that hut going to support you? No, no. <laughs> Phrase of the question was emotional support companion. Yeah, that was intentional. Fuck, can I boba fit? So long as the sentient companion is like consenting into having that relationship with you and we're uh, not just I... straight up creating therapy Ewoks, it's all good. Maybe I'm I don't gonna want boba kick... fit then because he might give me some fucking lectures. Um, yeah. No, mine's going to be a steel picker. I want a steel picker. My emotional support steel picker. <laughs> It just yep. fucking pecks you in the face whenever you're depressed to get your ass. I'm out not steel. I'm not made of steel. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, but whenever someone pisses, whenever someone cuts me, yeah, off and I'm traffic, not dead. Yeah, and I'm not dead. But I think a vulture would still peck me if given the chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, if so someone cuts me off traffic, you. I could just sick my steel picker on them. True. I that would have my emotions. emotional support. Follow siren. That you just occasionally milk. Yeah. I mean, I'd chill out with them on the ocean rocks for like most of the day. And I think it would just be a really chill, good life. And I need that energy. And if Luke Skywalker shows up, you just have to be like, nope, nope, you milk that one. I'm pushing him off the cliff if Luke Skywalker <laughs> shows up. <laughs> Let's be real. It's okay, he's dead. We're good. Yeah, I'm pushing. <laughs> or Toro to milk my friend. <laughs> I would have an emotional support, my knock. <laughs> uh, None of us can just be normal. No. Why? Why not? None no, of us can just say fucking baby Yoda, apparently. It would make everybody I... stay away from me. Well, yeah, really. They'd be like, uh. That's how it's providing me emotional support. Yeah. Other people away from me. Honestly, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, you Someone know I tries need a to week talk to, to you about this just... one. Yeah, Danny needs time for this one. I overwhelmed myself with this question. Heath, I just imagined I someone trying it. to talk to you, and then like the Minoc just suctioning to their face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like hiding behind me until I like give it a secret just... signal. Yeah, you like wear it like a backpack. <laughs> like oh I God. want to oh, exit this conversation. Yeah, oh. okay. <laughs> okay. Backpack. I'm yeah. on board for the Minoc. I'm on board for the Minoc. I've come around on it. <laughs> oh, they really are just a fucking horrifying bat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, just a big. Yeah. Old Wait a second. 
Wait a second. Mynocks were bat-like parasitic species that hailed from the world of Ord Mynock. Ord Mynock. They're Mynocks. Star Wars is not creative. Oh, I fucking hate Star Wars. <laughs> they also, uh, the vacuum oh. breathing. That's not how that works. <laughs> like the vacuum from... Like the vacuum from space. The vacuum of space. (laughs) There is a post on StarWars.com that's a recipe for Minoc wings. I'm getting Oh, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Okay, I'm feeling a strong pull towards an emotional support Borgullet. (laughs) Borgullet! But also, we saw how that worked out for Saw Gerrera, so on second thought, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, see, the thing is that knowing the truth all the time isn't actually a good thing. Right, yeah. No. And I feel like I don't know much about the gullets um, because remember, Boar is a title. Um, I wonder if you have to provide them sustenance through truths, oh. right? And so, like, it has—it's like a—it's like a truth vampire, and so like it has to suck people's brains. I don't mm. know if I'd want to be responsible for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's only something people really want to do it's, that. It's kind of like an extreme I would also version of the love, support Minoc. But I would love if someone just sucked my brains out and I could just vibe for like a few hours. Okay, so, so take like, us home. I don't know. <laughs> so you can answer this week's listener question on Twitter at RoguePodron. Our email is RoguePodron at gmail.com. Our website is RoguePodron.com. Subscribe to our Patreon if you want to help us buy a hot tub so I can do RoguePodron hot tub streams. Our Patreon.com slash RoguePodron. Um, subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher. Leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, those are the important ones, I think. Um, We're like Borgullet and your iTunes reviews are our truths. Yeah, we need and to. we haven't else... had that in, like, over a year. Shit, we're gonna fucking die soon. We're gonna die unless you give us life support in the form of iTunes reviews. Yeah, oh, fuck, we are gonna die. That's really... That's really rough. Um, <laughs> our 200th episode is just gonna be a eulogy for us. <laughs> we'll finally I mean, get our funeral. That was already the plan. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, as you know, we are the only Star Wars podcast on the internet. Um, so yeah, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, everything Steph says is true. <laughs> everything I say is true. All right, next time, join us for the Princess and the Scoundrel, chapters thirty-seven through forty-two. We are finally past sixty percent in this book. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! So maybe some. I don't know. I feel like the. I feel like we're still in the waiting line for a roller coaster and we're not actually on the roller coaster yet. And so we're not going up getting, the hill yet. I feel like we're getting up the hill. We started like to go one up of the those now. roller coasters where like you get married first. And so everything after that feels a little bit like a letdown, no matter how exciting it may be. Yeah. And I just, there's a lot of like, there's so much stuff on the Halcyon to wrap up, but it's like, are we going to be in Medoras for the foreseeable future? I don't know. We'll find out. It's okay. Um, it's like a million I... chapters left. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, this is Rook Padron signing off. Pash out. Pew 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 pew
So yeah, I'll, I'll start doing a um, hot tub broke podron stream <laughs> where I just read Star Wars books. I fucking, I fucking hate tub. them. I might as well use them for something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If anyone buy, if someone buys me a hot tub, I'll do that. <laughs> but I can't afford a hot tub. Okay. So we need first. We need to get to the Patreon tier. We can afford to buy you a hot tub. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then I will, can... and then I will. Don't you just have like I... naturally existing hot springs all over the yeah, place but down not there? Fucking Auckland. I gotta drive down to the stinky town for that. Um... No. <laughs> 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 Who the fuck posted the fucking follow siren? Who the fuck? <laughs> but I will do that. I will. I will. I will sit in a hot tub. I will wear a swimsuit. I guess a bikini. Yeah. I guess because that's the point. And yeah. I will read shitty Star Wars books out loud. <laughs> is what I will do if somebody else buys me a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I love just looking at Twitter in the middle of this conversation and seeing the fucking Thalassiren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's us. That's us. <laughs> Twitter. I was about to say, I'd like to just lie on the beach and be milked occasionally, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought what I was saying was bad, but yeah. you just fucking blew me right out of the water. <laughs> and the email occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh my god. <laughs>